You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast, where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast. Hi, my name is Marshall Hill, and we are journeying through OMMA. Today, we are in the back of the Kush dispensary, and I am looking forward to this, Katie. Uh, after right right after celebrating that one year anniversary tell me all about it how was it it was great yeah this past weekend we celebrated our one year anniversary um we had a lot of patients that wanted to bring us food delicious food it was really good we had a bunch of people hanging out and just enjoying the celebratory times of making it one year so and it was th- fun. Thank you, Ivan, for the delicious ribs. And Tara for the cake. Tara for the cake. Back with, to Ivan with his baked beans. Ooh. And coleslaw. Yes. It was yummy. We had hot wings. It you, was a good time. You do baked beans right, or you can't you can't go wrong. These had cinnamon and like Ooh, yes. nutmeg as yes. opposed to like uh ketchup and they were really good. I love to do that too. I'll put a little bit of cinnamon in mine. Uh I love it's strange for me with, with with beans like I'd like to take the, the Lay's potato chips and crunch right. them up and, and eat them inside the beans at the same time. Have to. It's salty yeah. and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I was scooping. You were scooping? Yeah. Scooping the dump in? Yep. <laughs> scooping the chips in there. <laughs> All right. So I guess we have Jake with State Farm today, right? Not Jake. State Farm. <laughs> uh, Jake with Growgenics today. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. <clears throat> uh, happens all day. E- yeah. Every day. <laughs> so that's not very original. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a uh, hard time during that commercial, I think you've been saying, right? It's been interesting. Oh, for 10 plus years, however long that ad campaign's been going. Yeah. For me, it was uh, uh, Back to the Future. Growing up was hard. It was hard times. Being was na- it? Being named Marty. Oh, yeah. Marty McFly. Mm-hmm. Got that one a yep. lot. Walk down the hall, just get slapped in the back of the head. McFly! Mm-hmm. Yeah, not fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I feel you, you know, at least maybe yours didn't come with abuse. Yeah, yeah, no, not not so much. Just, just you know, years of restaurant work. Yeah, cool. All right, so tell us about yourself. Where'd you, where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Broken Arrow. That's where I went to high school. Uh I appreciate that. We're having mic problems. Well, we're having stand problems, actually. Uh, yeah, grew up in Broken Arrow. I was born in Tulsa. Things have been here my whole life. I've kind of stepped away a couple times, but, you know. That's cool. Tulsa, you, Tulsa always sucks you back in. Where'd you go to? That's, that's, that's exactly what I say. It's so hard to leave. You you can what go is, away a little bit, but then it just you just feel like you got to come right back. Like I don't know why. Yeah, I mean it's it's always like a safety net too. You get somewhere else, and you realize how expensive it is to live anywhere, and then you come back and you can just get a house for like what you wouldn't for an efficiency anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. it's nice, and then now people other people are realizing that too. <laughs> yeah, I think efficiency in uh, I lived in the San Fernando Valley, Tarzana. It was like fifteen hundred bucks for an efficiency apartment. Yeah, it was crazy. That's in- yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, I get with a lot of people moving uh, from the rest of the country in. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're loving that quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, no do. doubt. All right, so Jake, what got you into uh, got you into cannabis? Uh, recreationally or professionally? <laughs> well, I think it's time to ask that question. So we're gonna go down the path where we always go. Let's know when you first smoked and 
like what you smoked out of. Um, if you can even remember what what strain, or if it was just like the the Mexican <clears throat> dirt weed or whatever. Let's hear. So, I remember. I'm having. A, I remember distinctly who I was smoking with and when. But I don't say names. Oh right? no, no, no! I was. I was 100 percent going to leave that. <laughs> I, I don't know what kind of professional uh, path they took, but it's certainly probably not doesn't follow mine. Um, there, there was this field behind my my neighborhood growing up that the skateboarder kids that were like you know probably three or four years older than me that I always tried to like like go and learn things from them. They had built like a paintball course behind. Uh, all these houses and you had to go through like a layer of barbed wire and then into a clearing in the woods and it was like a pretty like pretty cool little thing that they had built they'd been there for years and that was kind of like their hangout and they were all like you know 18 19 moving away and stuff and we were like 14 15 and kind of creeping in no i was no i I, I say i was about 13 Uh, i was like 13 years old and you know you always have that one friend you know, my parents always were very adamant about me never, ever trying weed. But they also let me watch a lot of stoner comedies. And they always looked like they were having way more fun than anybody. And the, my parents were so adamant about me not doing it that I just assumed it probably had to be really good. <laughs> <laughs> and so the a neighbor of mine, neighbor-like friend of mine... I think she stole some from her mom, like out of her purse, because it was one of those things where we were young enough where if she was confronted about it, she would just deny it and be like, what are you talking about? You know, because we were terrible children. <laughs> uh, but we we were like, I, I think we had just like some really, 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 whoa. <laughs> wow. Had some very like uh, rudimentary rolled joints, or like the best that we could figure out how to do it, like out of the papers that she also stole from her mom. And we just I don't know we we bought or no no we we stole probably I don't know how much brick weed was or like even to how to quantify its weight back in the day you know this much <laughs> half, right. da- half dollar or more size enough to roll a couple of doobies katie how does that go up front do they just go hey i want about this much there are <laughs> you, it seems like it doesn't happen as much as it used to but yes people come in and they will tell you they want three fingers worth or a, a bag or oh, because it's the 70s yeah just they'll <laughs> tell you different weights that are our street amounts and you have to walk them through how we purchase now. <laughs> I think it's awesome when they talk it like is that. Awesome. Give me two fingers or give me four <laughs> fingers. I'm like, yes. It's like, well, <laughs> but, let's break this down. What do you well, really two, want? <laughs> two fingers, like an eighth, four fingers, quarter. That's, that's pretty much how it breaks down. <laughs> uh, everything's way too subjective now. Depends on like bud density and structure. And if you got popcorn, like four fingers of popcorn is going to be a lot. Right. Or maybe two <laughs> fingers is yeah. a quarter. And maybe four fingers, like a half or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> and so you remember what happened? Uh, I remember, like, stumbling out of those woods. Like, I mean, we, we, like, not, like, stumbling, you know. It was, if it was the quality of uh, what everyone's dealing with nowadays, it would be a different story, I'm sure. But, you know, it was enough to, 
Megas act weird enough to avoid all parents for seven or eight hours and like did what dirt grub suburban kids do just walk around the neighborhood and make all the neighbors nervous because they think we're gonna do something mischievous <laughs> all right so you could feel the high i guess yeah or and yeah and to, so we could feel it and also just to be like oh we can't go home yet mm-hmm. <laughs> well that's good you felt it most of the time the first time people smoke they don't even feel it from what i hear i don't remember if i felt it or not honestly yeah oh, i definitely felt mine no doubt. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. It was one of those ones where it was like, I think I feel something. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I think I feel something. But yeah. you're, you, but you, your parents would have definitely known. <laughs> right. Like, why are your eyes so red? My parents would have. <laughs> Got something in it, right? Yeah, I was yeah. rubbing my eyes too much. Tired. Yeah. Allergies. So, so what are you doing now? Uh, now I'm uh, working wholesale for Growgenics Cannabis. We're a relatively new grow, um, just in South Jinx, like Bigsby area. Uh, we are an all-indoor, all-organic grow. So, uh, we're growing out of a very purpose-built facility. Uh, we, they laid the slab, they built the rooms. Our master grower kind of like you know, got together with our builder and kind of designed the rooms and how he wanted airflow and other what have you. I, th- I believe there's like 86 or 87 lights per room, and I might be misspeaking, but it's in the high 80s. I know that. It's not 90. It's not higher than 85. <laughs> uh, and How many rooms? We have four flower rooms. They are uh, 3,000 square feet apiece. And we do a harvest every 14 to 21 days, depending on the strain and just the cycle in which they got into that room. Uh, Chris, that's a pretty large grow, right? Yeah, definitely. That's They're producing some weight out there. Yeah. yeah that's why we're trying to work with together and, you know, move this move this flower. Yeah. That's Make awesome. Make everyone happy. Yeah. yeah. What's um, been some of your favorite strains? My favorite one that we have right now is actually one that we just got the testing back this afternoon. Somebody, uh, whoever submitted the samples, something got left out along the way, and our, um, the slap and tickle did not get uh, sent through. So where can they find this slap and tickle? You can find the slap and tickle at Cush Dispensary, <laughs> uh, located on Skelly Drive. Right. Slap and tickle, huh? The slap and tickle. It's a hmm. uh, GMO crossed with cherry pie. The slap is from the from the uh, GMO, and then the tickles from that sweetness on the back end. And you really, I, as a person who loves GMO, and I'm very a big fan. Anytime I get it, it definitely has its own like sweet quality, but it, it definitely brings that that funk that GMO brings to the table. Sounds interesting, yeah. So yeah. you mentioned test, huh? Was there some problems with that test too? No. Oh uh, no! It just it just it just got forgotten. Oh okay. It was just like someone just left it out, or maybe the lab forgot it or lost I it. You never know. Don't know what happened along the way, but it was eight strains or so that we had in that room, and we got back, and there was seven, and we had to go through, and we're like, oh no, where's where's this one? Whoops! Yep. <laughs> happened to be the nice gassy one. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 my favorite strain we grow, but I am also just a sucker for GMO. Yeah, same here. But today. We are going to talk about the Orange, Orange Crush. Crush. Oh. Yep. Another one of my favorites. Okay. My one of my probably my favorite like sativa leaning one we we grow. 
Mm-hmm. All right, so Orange Crust because of uh, OSU or because somebody likes Sunkiss growing up? Which one? Uh, I'm I'm not sure where the uh, the name came from it, but all I know is that our cut smells like an orange peel at the bottom of a bag of like some funky cheese. And that's why you like that orange beer over there, right? Yeah, I, I like I like the citrusy notes, yeah. uh, and I know they're kind of played out in a lot, in a lot of uh, ways and like a lot of places, but like a nice like a nice citrusy and this one is just the cheese on it though it it reminds you of how like strong cannabis used to smell like 15 years ago before there were so many genetics just like mixed in like that's the cheese gets me the citrus kind of is like just an an extra little bonus note all right so when you say cheese help walk me through that the cheesy smells um i don't it smells cheesy, almost like Parmesan or um, We've got like a, a more uh, dry, like moldier cheese, but it just smells like cheese. Okay. Okay. So a citrus cheese. Yeah. It smells like, yeah, it, it's it, yummy. <laughs> it's like a walnut salad, the Waldorf. So I remember, so that day, remember we had all the in here and we were all taking smells. You guys were helping me educate on smells and what to look for. I don't remember hearing cheese as a smell. Where is, go grab the orange crush, Katie. So is that a unique, he's, uh, he's got some right I've here. got some right here. Is that a unique thing for, for flour? I mean, it's something that you, you, I feel like I used to encounter a whole lot more. Uh, it's, I feel like it's like an older smell that's kind of like, and when everything gets kind of crossed and. You smell that? Well, I haven't smelled it before. Is what I was going to say. Yeah, that's a that's a scent I haven't. I haven't the color seen. of it's really lime green. It has nice hairs on the orange nice crush. Hairs. Yeah. Hmm. It is interesting. Yeah, I, I haven't smelled that before. And you get the orange. Yeah, it I smells do. more orangey. I, to yeah, me. I smell the orange. Yeah. Yeah, I love citrus. Citrus and gas when you mix those two together. That's my favorite flower. Yeah, yeah. I like when you when you take a sniff and you pull away, like almost like it's bad, but then you're like, no, I want more of that, yep. and you go back in for more. That's that's those are the strains that I like purchase when I'm buying flour. All right, so we've talked about we used to talk about this quite a bit, but it was you know why what is it about smells right? So I think we got into we figured out you know there's there's parts of our body that wants us to you know go for the right terpene that that we like. There's the cannabinoids that our body just naturally bonds to. What what is what smells do you like and why do you like them? I like honestly I like cannabis when it's like downright offensive like gassy like like. I like strains like Grandpa's Breath and like Litter Box and like Cat Piss. Like it's 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 I like this like real high ammonia like just more skunky. Yeah, real skunky. Sneaky. Where you're like, I I like the kind of strains that if I smelt that strain as I was driving in a car and I'd be like, ooh, I smell some dank. Oh nope, that's a skunk. Like right. I want to hover in between those two points. There's nothing worse than that. driving over a skunk. Right? I, when I smell it now, I'm just like, yes. Like, who's growing <laughs> weed around here? Well, in that litter box that you broke out earlier, it really did have that ammonia smell. Oh, like, yeah. Most of the time, that doesn't overpower the 
the mothball smell. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was stinky. <laughs> those are those are my go-to. Like that's my ter- profile that I go for. Just like, ugh, like I want. If if you weren't a cannabis user, it would be like horribly offensive. But it's like it takes somebody who, you know, has a has a, a frequents the product enough that uh, you're like, ooh, that's exotic. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you're just like you know ruining yourself, getting weirder and weirder with it. <laughs> so did you guys? Uh, is this a regular strain that you guys make, or is this uh, one that you kind of just rolled out? Um, this is one. Um, I I believe this came from the Fino hunt, and uh, you know we were initially uh, they I should say bought out an, another grow uh, with the the uh, owner of that grow was an investing partner. So he kind of they shifted over. We have a very purpose-built facility. Uh, they were kind of operating out of a different thing that they were like making work. But this is uh, very like a building built to grow cannabis. A lot more organized. A hundred percent. So this is. And we we started with a lot of the genetics that they were working with that were like already like mothered out and everything. And then like meanwhile we were doing a massive pheno hunt. The phenos that didn't really make it ended up into into pre-rolls the ones that they liked and they chose they kept and mothered out and those are like now we're on our, we're about to do our 11th harvest on Monday and as of probably 3 harvests ago we've been doing predominantly uh ones that came from the pheno hunt nice yeah that's yeah, a good they, thing. They came in with the orange crush a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to get better every time. It, it does get better every time, and it's testing higher and higher every time. Like, it, it started out a little bit lower. I think they've really got it dialed in. Uh, and that's one thing I've noticed. You know, I've, I've, I've been in sales there for four or five months, I believe, but, like, I started there uh, right at the first harvest. Like, I was helping on – I was on a harvest crew whenever I started, moved into the flower rooms for a little bit. And uh, eventually, I like, I uh, I prefer this side of, you know, the spectrum. I, I feel like I'm a people person. Sales side. Yeah, the sales side. Mm-hmm. The, like, I, I've got the hustle, I think, which is... Yeah, the drive, the which, hustle. Which is 100% what it takes in the, out here because it's... The follow-up. That's big, is the follow-up. Yeah, I, I even doing this, I realize like how much more organized I've made my own brain become just because it's like, oh, I've got this, 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 and this this week. Yep. Got, you know, got to keep eight things juggled a day in your own brain and not, you know, your word is your word is everything. So if you don't show mm-hmm. up for one of these meetings, it's a potential business relationship that you may have ruined. Right. And overall, how's everything been around the community? It's a uh, you know, I, I, I definitely see, uh, I, I thoroughly believe that we're putting out some like premium product, but, uh, I definitely see we, we've got competition there. There's a lot of people that know what they're doing. And honestly, like there's plenty of room at the table for all of us to eat. I believe. Absolutely. They're like, I, I feel like it's, uh, a lot of people take things as competition, but it's a real big table. Yeah. Every, there's enough for everybody. Largest, I, we keep hearing, just the largest moving uh, uh, medical marijuana industry in the world. So, sounds like a pretty big table. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Orange Crush. Yeah, you want to dive into some testing? No, I don't. 
Oh. I want to dive into some terpene talk. Oh, terpene talk. <laughs> terpene talk with Katie. Yeah. Okay, so this Orange Crush is going to be sativa-leaning, but it's one of those common strains that has myrcene testing the highest as one as its top terpene. It's at 5.79%. The next terpene is going to be terpinaline, which is one that we really love and we don't see a whole yeah, lot. I don't remember that. And it's at 4.09. So it's really going to balance out that myrcene. And the terpinaline is really energizing. It's good with antioxidant, anti-cancer, antifungal. So it's just, it's going to be a really nice, relaxing, but also uplifting high. And then the third terpene is going to be beta-pinene. And oh. with that myrcene in there, it's really uh, good for anti-anxiety and anti-inflammation. Some people get nervous with pinene. But with that high myrcene content, it should be a good even smoke for most people. Yeah, with myrcene being the top terpene, it's you don't see too many sativas with myrcene being the highest yeah. terpene percentage. It happens every once in a while, but yeah, it's it should be a really nice sativa leaning hybrid. Yeah, and the uh, total what are the total cannabinoids on this thing? The total cannabinoids are going to be twenty seven point eight percent. So that's total THC, 27.81. Correct? Yeah, that's the THC. GTL doesn't add up all the total cannabinoids. I'd have to do a little math. All right. There it is, right there. Oh. Quick math is 32.47 total cannabinoids. 32%, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and... Once again, like all all credit goes to those growers. Like no, n- nobody would be anywhere without those guys. Like they're uh, Anthony Shepard, our our lead cultivator. He he kills it. He absolutely knows what he's doing. He's he's the, he's the doctor. Well, that's he's, awesome. He's producing pretty flower that smells great and is testing well. So let's try it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go grab some. Okay. Hey guys, this is Katie at Kush. I just wanted to give you guys a friendly reminder. We do happy hour every morning from 10 to noon. It's every day. 20% off everything in store except for the daily deal. That's right, 20% off. You can get concentrates, edibles, pre-rolls, flour, all at 20% off every morning, 10 to noon. Come and see us. It makes her salivate, doesn't it? Oh, man, I love hash. I, I love hash almost as much as I love food. <laughs> all right, we're back, and we've been talking all kinds of stuff, food and everything, and salivating. I think everybody's a little high, huh? Yeah, I think we all are feeling the orange crush. All right, how do you feel, Katie? Where, where do you feel? What do you feel? I feel really good. I feel like it is a really nice, relaxing body high. And then also, it is energizing, and I feel like I want to go do something. It's energizing, no doubt. I mean, I think everybody's talkative, creative, uh, but not, I'm not, you know, sometimes we, we talk about feeling it right in your forehead, mm-hmm. and, and I don't feel that at all. No, I want to go do something. I could work out. I could do anything. I want to um, go eat. I'm not really that hungry, but. Yeah, I got the munchies. I'm hungry. Chris, how do you feel besides hungry? 
That's all I have right now. <laughs> Jake? Um, and I'm kind of feeling relaxed and, you know, like you said, kind of talkative. I feel it under my eyes. Like, yeah. that's where I feel it. Like, my, yeah. the relaxation in my face. Like, that, that thing that you would have to hide from your parents when you were a kid, you're like, ooh. Like, where, where your cheeks just go up and you can't really help it. It's not really a smile and it's not really a squint, but it's like somewhere in between. Yeah. Uh, that that okay. that's yeah, kind of yeah. how I'm feeling. It's like kind of just like a I don't know, like that kind of warm fuzzy feeling in the upper cheeks that kind of makes them want to retract. Uh, and I I think so. We we talked just recently. Um, we we do the Cush here dispensary where we're going through and we're talking about the the medical and we talk we examine everything and then we also do one where we're talking about life, right? So it's interesting. We we're intersecting cannabis with life. That's okay. Cush life. And we talked about recently about being optimistic, about energetic. What's it good for you as a body? And how does cannabis help? Right now, I mean, we definitely can see just by smoking, everybody's already happier. Everybody's already energetic. What? How do you feel that, that the two connect? Uh, man, I, and I don't know. Like, I definitely am a... Uh, pretty heavy cannabis user and i definitely kind of lean towards certain strains at certain times of the day and depending on what i'm doing or what my plans are or depending on my you know method of ingestion even like if i'm but that being said like i think i don't know i i i I run on like caffeine and anxiety and cannabis so, like, cannabis is the thing that kind of, like, brings me down from the other two and mediates. Like, if not, I'd, I'd be a wreck. And I don't necessarily think it changes my personality at all, but it definitely kind of makes me see the lighter side of everything else. That, like, you know, money issues and anything else, like, it isn't really... Uh, that important like it can all take a back seat balances uh, out yeah, your it, it, anxiety yeah it just balances out like all the things that i worry about all day long it's like ooh, i should uh just medicate very quickly and then instantly it's like okay well that thing that i was making a big deal a moment ago i'm kind of like laughing at now it's like not necessarily a big thing i'm gonna laugh it off and i'm gonna go to bed and i'm gonna wake up tomorrow and it's gonna be a new day I can appreciate that. Katie, I'm sure you get a lot of people that come in talking about needing excitement or needing stimulation because maybe they're depressed or maybe they're going through some stuff. I think, honestly, people mostly don't know how to relate the two. Sometimes people do come in saying they need to treat certain things, but most of the time people come in um, and not really understanding what they're treating, and then they often vent to us about whatever they're going through. And it's nice to be there for them, but, yeah, if they would have started the conversation with, this is what I'm going through and I need to medicate for these reasons, we could probably steer them in a different direction. It's hard for people to be able to describe it? Well, I think it's just hard for them to even translate it in their mind that this is what they're medicating or why they're medicating. They're just stressed. Or they're just going through things. That, you know. I mean it's just life. And it's hard to. F- figure out your feelings sometimes. 
One thing I would note, add to that, is that, like, for years and years, you know, you didn't have all these options, and you got what you, mm-hmm. you got what your guy got. And now that there, you have all these options, and you can kind of expand your horizons and kind of, like, try what works for you and what doesn't and what kind of, like, terpenes you're going to lean towards and, like, even to that note, like, what kind of, like, THC percentage you're looking for. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe you don't want to get direct. Maybe you want to have, like, a nice, like, medium down the road in the potency level and then, like, like a nice high terpene percentage that you're just going to enjoy your day with. Right. I, I think that the interesting part is we continue the journey and go through it. It's exactly almost sort of what I experienced, right? Like, as I'm a newbie, because, you know, I'm truly doing it as a as a patient, too, and it started with, uh, you know, depression and then anxiety and all that stuff that goes, you know, goes with it. Trying to find the ones that help you just get everything else out of your mind, in a sense, right? And help you to just think something positive so you can continue the day. Um, has been has been where I find you know is what I get out of this one, and certain strains that you can find that help you do that. But the other ones that just aren't designed to help a patient that way. This one definitely opens your mind up. It dev- does take away all the other you know. If there's any negativity, it's it's an uplifting, good positive smoke. Yeah. Hey Jake, where can they find this at? Oh well, you can find this flower at Kush Dispensary on Skelly Drive. Kush, 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 Kush. <laughs> So, Katie, what do mostly people, when they come in and, and ask uh, and talk about needing something, do they just say stativa or do they just go, I just want to think better or feel better? When they're, when they're trying to, when, you, when, you're, when you're talking to them, you understand that, you know, that maybe that they're wanting to work on depression and mm-hmm. wanting to this be This might more- be a Haley question. Haley, I have a question for you. Hop over here. All right. Haley's one of our bud tenders here at Cush. Great call. Haley, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Haley. I'm a- I work at Kush. <laughs> Love it. All right, so you, you get people that come in, um, you know, maybe needing to to feel a little bit better, optimistic wise, you know, positive mindset. How do you how do you help them? Um, I typically would go towards like the sativa route. Um, typically, sativas that I really like are more citrusy or um, like the champagne more smells like mimosa um, black sugar rose is also kind of a champagne so like a sweet kind yeah, of yeah really sativas. sweet uh, sativas yeah. but sativas are really great um, really uplifting they're great to kind of help motivate you as well as like kind of make you be kind of can help you be a little bit more creative too yeah. A creative, alert. Mm-hmm, alert, aware. If somebody's suffering from depression, you know, and they come in, what should they say? You know, just, hey, I just want to think better? Or how, Honestly, how should they explain just it? be honest. Like, everybody here, we're super kind. We do understand. Like, just be honest. Um, we all deal with things, and we all, we get it. Um, and there's all certain medicines that help us out, too. Um, we all have bad days, and definitely, like... There are certain strains that really do help my brain when I'm having a bad day. So Absolutely. Well put, Haley. Well put. Yeah, well put. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, last closing thoughts. You know, Anything you want to talk about with your, your brand and what you guys are doing? Um, 
So basically, we're just like all indoor, all organic, all natural farming practices. Uh, the let me let me ask this: Why is it now? I understand the importance of organics, but why do some people say we're all organic and then some don't say it? What, what's the importance for you guys? For for us, it's the fact that we're set, selling to medical dispensaries, and as far as we're concerned, we are a medical facility. And it is built as such, like all the flowers rooms are sealed behind like hermetically sealed doors. Uh, the like it, it, it's spotless in there. Like it, it is the that nineteen thousand square foot building is cleaner than my you know eight hundred square foot house could ever be at any given time. Like a single day of me just living in it would be dirtier than that whole facility. It's spotless. And, that's good. That's what that's what patients like to hear. Yeah, and uh, you know the, it's it's organic simply because we are selling medicine. And if you're putting like bud denseners in in your flowers or anything like that, I mean, sure, some of them are you know rated as safe. But if you can grow like nice, big, beautiful buds without any of that, and without pesticides or herbicides or fungicides. Like, then why wouldn't you? And, you know, once again, shout outs to Anthony Shepard, our master grower, because he he he, he says he uh, uses more essential oils than a South Tulsa mom. That's a lot. <laughs> I can smell him from here. Google Home. All right. <laughs> she she heard South Tulsa moms and she worked <laughs> <she burnt> up. <laughs> I don't blame her. Doesn't everybody? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where do people find you on social? Uh, it's uh, Growgenics Cannabis USA on Instagram, I believe. All right. Uh, Good enough, good enough. And then where do people come and and find your flower here? Uh, You can find our flower. uh, You can find both our Orange Crush and our Supreme Grapes at Cush Dispensary. Yes, and and we will be getting more strains in. Um, Just taking it one day at a time, getting to know each other, build relationships. That's that's what this industry is all about, you know, like people that you can trust and trust to do business with. That's right. And have a good smoke, no doubt. Naturally, yeah. He, <laughs> find find like the good. They need to find the good product, and we need to find like the good people to move it. So definitely, yep. Katie. Where do people find Kush? You can find us right here at seventeen eleven East Skelly Drive from ten to ten, seven days a week. We do happy hour every morning from ten to noon, twenty percent off everything, excluding our daily deals. And then you can look us up on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Kush Dispensary Tulsa. And you can look us up on Weed Maps and Leafly as well. 918-742-KUSH. <laughs> it's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life.